know that there is something magical inside of you, but you don't know how to uncover it? The Heart Sing Podcast is dedicated to just that, helping you put yourself first and figure out what lights you up. I'm your host, Addie B, aka Slayer of Namaslayer, and through my journey of losing nearly 100 pounds, uncovering the magic of my soul, and building the life of my dreams, I'm leaving no stone unturned in the process of self-discovery. And I'm here to share it all with you. So let's get started. Heart Singers, I've got another special episode for you today. This is Addie B, also known as Slayer of Namaslayer, here for our 101st episode of the podcast, again, showcasing Heart Singers just like you, amazing witches and bitches out there that are taking action, putting themselves first, and uncovering that magic inside. The women you're going to hear from on today's podcast have lost a combined total of over 400 pounds. But as you will hear from them, the weight loss almost becomes secondary on this journey. Crazy, I know. You will hear stories of healing, releasing limiting beliefs, allowing yourself to be seen, getting inspired to take action through other people's stories, up-leveling a commitment. A young Jedi commits live on the podcast as it just flows out of her about going no flour, no sugar, embracing the woo. And last but not least today, you will hear from the sister by my side since the beginning, Jennifer Pound Ounce, our Me First Sisterhood leader, primordial sound meditation instructor, and overall inspiration in life. So make sure you hang in through this podcast. I know it's a bit longer today, but I promise you there are amazing lessons in each one of these stories you're going to hear today. And I hope you enjoy the celebration of these women as much as I did and get inspired right along with me. First up, I thought it would be fun to hear from Chris because she was so inspired by the intro to the podcast. It brought her to tears. And since the intro's kind of in the forefront of your mind, since you just got in this, I thought it'd be fun to hear from her first. And then up next, you're going to hear from Deb, a HeartSync podcast listener who's lost more than 30 pounds this year and became a meditator. So here we go. Let's kick it off with Chris. My name is Chris. I'm in my early 50s. I'm a mother of two wonderful girls, currently living in the Midwest and working as a registered nurse in a hospital. How has the HeartSing podcast made a difference in your in your working life, in your home life even? One of the the main thing that the HeartSing podcast has done for me is it has allowed me to really take time to ask myself what I really want out of life and to dream big and to put time, energy, and effort into my life instead of everybody else's lives. It's, it's allowed me that time to focus on myself and, and that it is important. Well, and because you took action and made it important, I mean, that makes me so happy to hear. How long ago did you find the podcast? I don't know if you know this or not, but I've been watching you since you've been doing your lives through Corinne. Uh That's where I first saw you. I saw you making your, you didn't call it an avo bowl then, but what did you call it? Oh, Slayer Parfait. Slayer Parfait. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The Slayer Parfait days. So I've been watching you since the Slayer Parfait days. (laughs) 
I love it. But And so I've been there pretty much since the beginning of the Heart Sing podcast. Now, having joined the community, one of my very first memories is just sitting quietly, listening to your voice, listening to you say your introduction, and just, it brought me to tears. It brought me to tears because you said there's something inside of you that's worth something that lights the world up. I felt like you were talking to me specifically, directly, and it was so beautiful. I just cried. You're going to make me cry. (laughs) Every time I hear your introduction, it still brings me to tears. I'm glad because I spent like a month trying to write that introduction. (laughs) You guys want to talk about stepping away from perfect. No, seriously. Oh, that just makes me so happy because it is. And it, and I'm speaking every, all, every single one of you, you know, because it, it is that something magic right inside. And when I found it, I was like, hell, if every one, other woman I know isn't going to find this too. So I'm so glad you joined for the ride, Chris. And that was a beautiful first memory. I appreciate you sharing it. Um, your experience here in the Me First Sisterhood, do you have any particular magical moments of transformation since you just came in at our last events, you're relatively new to the sisterhood. So anything you want to share with those listening that might've been longtime listeners, like you are starting from the beginning and have been listening and not jumped in yet. Listening to the podcast was a once a week dose reminder to to take care of myself and to to dream big and being in community has been a daily reminder to put the effort energy and time into myself and it's just helps me to keep going when i want to give up when when i can't do it anymore i have sisters to lift me up and say yes you can get back on track and then keep going hell yeah ah I love it. Thanks for sharing, Chris. Up next, we have Deb, a HeartSing podcast listener and one of my meditation students that shares about our journey from seeing obesity on our doctor's chart in her 20s to coming back with the gold standard rating for life insurance because our blood work and health is so good. She shares going from counting points, which many of us can identify with, to being open and curious, exploring new things, and putting herself first. Have a listen. My name's Deb, and I live in Texas, South Texas. I'm 47, married for 20, almost 28 years, three children. I work in insurance, been doing that since 97. Actually started my um, healthier version me probably 23 and a half years ago when I was 23 and a half. 235 pounds, size 20. I'll never forget the day that I went to, I was at my doctor's office. This was back before they used computers and whatnot for their medical records. And they had a chart. And at the very top of the chart, I saw the word obese on my chart. That just hit me like a ton of bricks. I mean, because I was not miserable. I was really happy. I was content. But then it got to a point where I saw I couldn't keep up with my three and four-year-old at the time. And so it was just becoming a better version of me so that they had someone to look up to and so that I could just live a longer life. That was my why. And of course, as you know, you know, two decades later, your whys change and there's, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's just the way it goes. 
And I think my whys have changed on this entire journey. Like they change every six months, really, you know, which is why I go through the whole process. I go through with the dreaming and uh, because I think that why is so important. So tell us about the past few years of your life. And you're, you and I are kind of in the same weight range right now. We're like dancing in these seventies. And what's it been like more recently in the quest for you? Like we're going through all this midlife stuff. You're dealing with perimenopause. How's it been different as, as you've grown through this journey? So, um, you know, going back to during COVID, my husband was on a knee scooter for eight months. He had to have um, surgery on his foot. And that made me put myself on the back burner, you know, because we tend to do that. We think that, you know, we can't put ourselves first during that time. Like a lot of people, I did gain weight, you know, during COVID because of that issue. Um, And then I went back to Weight Watchers. You did Weight Watchers. Now it's WW, but um, Uh I donated to them for years and I found myself going back to them in 2021. And then I started listening to your podcast. I started watching your videos. I thought at the time, could I not count points and do this? Could I not count calories and all that jazz that the diet industry puts, you know, in your head. And, and I have been able to do that just this year. I found myself at 200 pounds on New Year's Eve. And I told myself, I can't do this. I knew I was hitting uh, perimenopause age. And that's just something else that I'm going to have to learn to deal with. I'm not going to use the word struggle. Got that out of my vocabulary. I have been able to do it. And because I started meditating, that is where it was a game changer. And, you know, I've been sharing it with everyone that will listen that that is because they want to know what are you doing? Part of them wants to hear that there's a magic pill, you know, there's not, there is, it's still for 20 minutes twice a day. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that that's been a game changer for me. Wow. What do you notice with the meditation that made it such a different journey for you or experience? I would say, you know, in, in the beginning, I found it very difficult because I would, you know, of course your mind starts wandering because I'm ADHD. So that's just happening. You know, my monkey brain was going to so many different thoughts. And I remember you saying like, don't judge and and out saying, just go back, you know, go back to your, to your mantra. And, and so just things of that, just keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And then you get better at it. I've just found that it helps me with just everyday life, you know, work stress, um, home stress, family, everything. Even if I've already got my meditation in and I find myself stressing or I will even just take five minutes, go to my car and do it. I just wish people would realize how amazing it is. It really is I know. I know. I tell you guys, like, I'm sure everyone on this podcast is sick of hearing it, which is why you eventually came to learn yourself because you were like, okay, I can't hear it anymore. Slayer. Tell me about the food a little bit, because like you with Weight Watchers, I would always go back there because I knew I had already, I had always had success and paleo. Actually, I would, I would go through these certain things, but I would do them at the same time, but somewhere What I find so valuable, I think now that I look back was just that I was logging it. Like I was writing it down and I was planning my food ahead of time. And I found if I didn't have that method. So did you, did you just start doing that on paper or did you stay with Weight Watchers at the same time you were, are you still a part of Weight Watchers now? No, no, I totally um, quit in 2021. 
Yeah. Uh, probably, I would say maybe in September was the last time I was part of Weight Watchers in 2021. I'm old school and I like to write things out. Plus, you know, research shows it stays in there when you actually write it out. So I do that and I've, I journal every morning and I write out what I plan to eat. You can call me boring, but I like to eat the same stuff just because I don't want to have to, you know, kind of like what your podcast was saying the other day, where you just don't want to have to think just it's already there. And I'm okay with that. I don't need spontaneity when it comes to the food. You yeah, know, so I, I am too. Like, I don't have to be adventurous. I get my superfoods and it's loaded and I just go make whatever big ass salad in there and I'm good. But some people like to be adventurous and that's great. You know, I would just say with that, if you're going to be adventurous with food, take time to prepare your food and then, and really think about it. And then we're eating good things. And so I tell my clients all the time, Deb, if they just all wrote their food down and like, honestly recorded what they ate, they would never need to come see me as weight loss clients. I'm like, I have a job just because you don't write your food down. You realize that. Right. And they're all like, yeah. And that's what I think some of those programs do for us. So I wanted you to share that because there's a lot of heart sing listeners out there that aren't a part of the me first group. Like, and I want to be clear, Deb isn't Deb has right. done this on her own, like make the transition to just writing things down, journaling, learning some of the lessons we talk about in the, in the podcast, right. And sharing them in the community. So you can do it on your own too, you know, um, obviously it helps if you come learn meditation. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, it was but, a game changer. but yeah, you guys jump in and just start taking action. And you know, the reason we have that community there, and if you're listening real time, it's there, you know, I don't know with Facebook or how long that will be eternal, but, um, you'll see Deb in there sharing her story and jump in and share with her and take part of it. Anything, what else would you, tell the heart singers out there do you have any uh, favorite episodes that inspired you or you love to go back to um I actually with everyone I just pick something up you know um I will say for those that are not you know that think that they can't do it on their own it's all about habit stacks it's all about um putting yourself first not putting yourself on the back burner and there's nothing selfish about it it took me a very long time to um because you know a lot of people tend to think that it makes them a better mom. It makes them a better wife if they don't put themselves first, but you cannot pour from an empty cup. Putting yourself first is not selfish. You have to love yourself in order to love yourself. You have to come up with those habit stacks and everyone, you know, whether it be gratitude, um, devotionals in the morning, um, I actually get up and go work out from 5am to 6am with Camp Gladiator at least three times a week. And I don't exercise to lose weight. I know a lot of people tend to think that, but you don't have to exercise to lose weight. It's just that this exercise, the hand to mouth that will help you lose weight. But exercise helps me with, you know, cardio is good for your heart. You know, when you feel better, you just make better choices. And that's why I like to exercise. So it's just about putting yourself first at the end of the day and not feeling selfish about it. Yeah. Oh, so beautiful. And that's half the work, right? It's not not feeling like guilty for taking care of yourself. And so many of us do. Hack, it's why I have a job. I was able to create a job is because we all feel we don't know how to not to put ourselves first because we've trained ourselves to fall on that sword. 
sounds like you did a little bit when your husband was on the scooter, right? And then you were like, oh, wait, I'm not taking care of myself again. Let me, let me get back on it. And I think so many times we're navigating that. It's a really, really good point to drive home for sure. So you guys, wherever you're at, just get started, right? Like, right. If you write your food down, like that's the first thing I learned to meditate. And then I just wrote my food down. Those are the two big things I did and lost like 30 pounds right away. And then I really started getting in the vision and the dreaming and all of that. So anything else you want to leave these guys with Deb for a bit of Um, I would, I would just say, try different things. You know, like you talked a lot about intermittent fasting and and you you would mention little different nuggets from Dave Asprey. I started following him too. Um, so just try different things and tr- do your own research. Don't go by what other people are saying, you know, because when people, one of my doctors looked at me like I was crazy about the intermittent fasting, but then when they got my blood work, they said, keep doing what you're doing. And I'm like, there you go. I was um, 15 pounds still away from my healthy, you know, healthy weight. And I had to do um, a whole new life insurance application. And I came back preferred, even though I was 15 pounds overweight because of my blood work, because my blood pressure, my sugar, my cholesterol levels, everything came back phenomenal. I didn't even get that when I was in my 20s and 30s. I'm 47 years old. You know, it's never too late to start going down that path. Heart singers, it's never too late. It's just beginning. It's all in perception. Thanks so much for sharing, Dub. Up next, we have Bridget, aka Rio, who is stepping into being seen, releasing limiting beliefs, and on top of that, has lost 50 pounds this year. So stay tuned for that. Right after, you will hear about healing, reversal of a major illness from Janelle, who has also lost 80 pounds. But up first, let's all allow Bridget to be seen and held and loved for being just who she is, just as you are. Thanks for being so brave, Rio. Here we go. My name is Bridget, also known as Rio. I'm 45 years old, living in the Midwest with my husband and my two kids. I found you in 2020, so maybe a year after you started your your Mm -hmm. journey. I was in a place where I was feeling that there had to be more to life. I was 43 years old and contemplating the fact that, geez, half my life is over. Few days later, in popped Namaslayer into my feed, and you were talking about some heart sing. I thought, well, what in the world is heart sing? <laughs> Clicked on it, was hooked from then on. I ended up um, taking one of your courses and joining the sisterhood in that March of 2020, and been a fan ever since. I am so glad you did, and I've seen you just move so many, through so many different phases and really progress. Can you maybe give listeners an idea out there? I mean, just this year alone, you've had some huge transformation. But do you want to give everyone a little background and how you started? And you know, because we start small, right? It's not like you now you you do it all, right? But when you first started, um, kind of tell everyone a little bit about the path. Okay, so when I started. Um, just making a plan. I was horrible at sticking with it, but I kept showing up and eventually just adding something new every quarter. It didn't really click until this year. Starting in January, I told myself, okay, 
you're going to commit to just one thing. That power habit is the one thing that you're going to commit to. If you don't get the other stuff done, that's okay. And I started to work on my vision. I visioned myself doing my AM stack. I think those two things really pushed me to be able to do all the things I do in my morning routine. I think that's so great you bring that up because I think it's the one thing that is so simple. Anyone can do it. It takes one minute in your head is the visioning and what a difference it can make in your day, in your future. How do you, so when you vision in the morning, do you see your day ahead or how do you do your visioning? I start with getting out of bed, getting up and weighing and going and making my coffee and going through my morning stack, going out for my meditation walk, and then going into my work day. So you see that all in your head before you execute it? Yes. That's great. It's kind of like storyboarding our heads, uh, our days ahead of time, right? And then you can go through each segment. And when you do that, do you find like you're executing on on point most days that you go through that process? Yeah, I, I am. And it's just amazing how I went from semi doing things and then reverting back to doing nothing to consistently getting up day after day doing everything. It just kind of all will click at some point, right? And it's like Mm -hmm. that vision of those habits. And then you start to feel so good on the other side of it. And we'll tell everyone what you've accomplished this year with all of your habits, some changes you've made. Tell them about the scale uh, in addition to how you're a master habit stacker now. I have lost almost 50 pounds this year. That's crazy. Every time I talk to you, it's like an extra five. I'm like, <laughs> you just keep it. I mean, it's like you just got it and it's just going. Any tips? You know, a lot of listeners will find the Heart Sing podcast because they're looking to lose weight. But I think we kind of hit that point where we're like, okay, I've done every diet in the planet. And, you know, um, any tips to people out there for the weight loss for you this time, like how it's different and how the experience maybe is a little different than it was before? I got into the Viome testing. I had gotten my results and started on February 14th. And that's really when um, things started to click for me. I was focusing on those foods and trying to eliminate some of the processed foods that I was eating. I didn't really get rid of the processed foods until I had a really severe gallbladder attack and ended up having to have my gallbladder removed. They put me on a no fat or real low fat diet and I've pretty much stuck to that since then. Which also, by the way, you guys, if you have to end up doing a diet like this, it pretty much eliminates all processed food. Essentially, you ended up doing what you had set out to do. It just came about because they were like, hey, the gallbladder's got to go, right? <laughs> like, yeah, it's kind of like, and when you get a viome test or a gut health test, they tell us on there too, right? It's pretty much also no processed food, which we all know, you know, it's the stuff that's killing all of us and it's whacking out our hormones. And how much easier has it felt though with, with it out of your system? Oh my gosh, it's so much easier. I don't have the urges that I used to have when it came to be around the PMS time, I used to go crazy with the sweets and the salty and, and now I don't really have those cravings. So that's, that's a blessing. Isn't it just like a relief? It's like, man, I used to think I was a crazy person. Like I wouldn't be able to walk by these things and 
not care. And now I know it was just a hormonal rage, (laughs) (laughs) you know? So this isn't the only exciting thing happening for you, because I think this happens when we do weight loss this way from the inside out. And, you know, you did talk about some dietary changes, but for everyone listening, to be clear, Bridget made habit changes first. You really had showed up and you were doing your plan and you were doing your pages and not really seeing results on the scale for a little bit, you know, and not that that has to be the case for everybody, but you were just determined it was going to be a little different. And I think that's, that's the difference in how we kind of go about it, right? That you're seeing this change inside as you were changing inside and the weight starts to come off. What's coming out of it for you, for your future self? What are you seeing now? I'm seeing that I want to be more involved with things, putting myself out there a little bit more, letting myself be seen, letting yourself be interviewed for a podcast. Yes. sharing posts, ultimately helping others, right? Like serving others on this quest somehow that's come to be a calling for you in some aspect, right? Yeah. Just, you know, dreaming big, something Ah! that I haven't done in years. And how good does that feel? It's exciting. And I just can't wait for what the future holds. Yeah. Oh, and isn't that the difference between kind of coasting through life and just feeling apathetic and being excited about life again? I think that is just a a beautiful testimony, Bridget, to all we do and all we support each other in doing. How how does the podcast work in with your, your learning base or staying in tune with yourself and your growth? How has the HeartSing podcast kind of been key for listeners out there that might not be in our group. So if I'm struggling with something, I'll go back and and look for a podcast that you've spoke about that specific topic and re-listen to it. Of course, every Friday I listen to the new one. Oh, well, um, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, right now, the one that I've been listening to a lot is Dark Night about letting go and releasing. Oh, stuff. the dark night of the soul. Yep. Do you feel like you're going through one right now? I feel like I have a lot of limiting beliefs, things from my past that I need to let go in order to progress in my journey. And so that hits home for me. What do you think has been the biggest thing you've transformed about yourself? I'd have to say, besides the weight loss, is putting myself out there more. Mm -hmm. Um, Joining a small group, allowing people to see me. I tend to be a person that holds all their emotion in and doesn't show their vulnerability. I think that has been huge for me. What do you think happens when you allow yourself to be seen? I think that if I allow myself to be seen, it releases some of those old beliefs that you know I have that I'm not worthy. What I have to say doesn't matter when really it does. That was big, just sharing my voice and sharing those inner fears. It was like the fear didn't exist and the shame didn't exist when I spoke it out loud, right? It just became reality. And then it all became exciting, like sharing your dreams. It's one thing to dream it. It's another to come speak it to people and share, hey, I'm interested in this. Anything you want to, any other last things to share with everybody? So thankful to be a part of the sisterhood and the heart sing community. Each sister brings something special to the table. And even if you don't think that you do us in the shadows, the ones that don't always share, don't always speak up, we're learning from you. So keep it up. Uh. 
I love that. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, Rio. All right. Thank you. Hold on to your hearts, heart singers, as if hearing Rio open up and share her heart and soul wasn't enough. You're about to hear Janelle talking about busting through some boundaries and healing herself physically and diving into meditation more, followed up by Holly, who was inspired by me to step into coaching And right after, you're going to hear how the young Jedi stumbled into her commitment to no flour, no sugar right here on the podcast. Don't go anywhere, heart singers. There's plenty more magic ahead. So here we go. Here's Janelle. Hi, so I'm Janelle and I'm from Wisconsin. I'm an outdoor fanatic and have been my whole life. I'm a single mom of two great kids, close to being a little bit of an empty nester, getting into it. Do you have a favorite podcast and why? Well, I like all of them, but one of my favorite ones is the Future Self Mind Mastery. I believe it's number 65. It talks a lot about reframing your thoughts about yourself, why you're valuable. That's a big one for me, just because I've had to learn to step outside my comfort zone a little bit. Learning to trust people been an issue. So learning to learning just even just to trust myself. Yeah, that's a good point, right? Trusting yourself. Um, You know, the listeners out there won't know your journey. I want I want to be sure that um, because of course, you you wouldn't mention this, but you've lost 80 pounds. But tell us a little bit about the weight loss and your health quest in general. And with um, maybe in a little bit with the me first planning or the group, just how it's all worked together for you in you transforming. Yeah, so I've also been an original Slay sister, followed you from day one, just kind of watching your journey and just learning how to put yourself out there a little bit. With the me first journey, a huge part has been definitely setting boundaries with other people. I'm a big people pleaser and have been my whole life. So learning to just set some of those boundaries aside so that I have time for myself, set time um, to learn to set my habit that I can put me first and it's okay to say no to other people without having all that guilt has been a huge part of this. And, you know, I think a lot of us do that and um, we can look at aspects of like saying no to food situations in particular, like when it was on your weight loss quest. And um, I know you had a lot of that, that really impacted even recently, right? Where, yeah. Um, some people, you know, get offended when you say no about, Hey, I'm going to drop this food off for you while you're healing from surgery. And they're like, Oh, here you go. Here you go. And it's a lot of fast food, a lot of stuff that I don't have planned and they get pretty offended, but I was pretty good about sticking to my boundaries. I mean, it was a huge kind of wake up call to see how uncomfortable I could be with saying no, but in the end, really, it was more of a freedom, you know, and a weight lifted off of me knowing that it's okay to say no, okay to set these boundaries and honor myself. Yeah, that's a big part of it. And how much of that I want to talk about your health quest, because it's one of the most remarkable things that you've done in this process, I think, like tell everyone you were diagnosed. How many, how long ago was it now? Um, it's probably been just about two years that I've had a diagnosis of 
of something not quite right. I had some shadowy things happening and nothing major. And then go to a just a general eye appointment and they panic and first they thought I had a brain tumor. So go through all the processes of trying to figure out what's wrong and then to find out I have basically the easiest way to say it is brain inflammation. Pretty bad case. And I thought I was going to lose my job. That was scary. I've drove bus for 23 years this year and I do love my job and it's a job that has some strict guidelines. And so Part of the me first and being in the private group and having that accountability and helpful people to reach out to when you need to and learn to trust them. And um, for your support, for me to be like, no, you can heal this. You can do this. And learning the meditation, stepping up that I can do more than one and that I can be a person that meditates. I got an appointment at the year checkup. And she was very impressed and could not believe that she was going to let me reduce my medication to half. And she said she doesn't normally do that. And it was a huge, like, wow, this, this is really working. So then when I have this other step, you know, back step that, oh, I have surgery and worried that now weight gain could make it go back up. I was worried about increasing the meds. And um, so now we go to the next appointment and she's like, wow, I just really cannot believe this, but I'm going to give you a four month break from all medications. We'll see. We're at three, we're, we're, we have three more months to go, but I'm going to, I'm bound and determined that I'm going to stay off this medication. And I really believe the me first group and the journey from meditation has been total game changer for that. Yeah. Cause when you were homesick, you started, what did you change about your routine? Because you couldn't do much, right? So the third meditation and just to keep me sane and continue the process. And I, I was actually thinking that it was going to be worse and she was going to make me go back up. To my surprise, I got the clear to do a four-month trial and keep, as long as I don't have any other side effect from anything that uh, I will be able to stay off this medication. So I truly, in my heart, believe, I would have never thought this before, but truly in my heart, I believe now that meditation is key, definitely. Yeah. Wow. What a beautiful testimony, because let me tell you, I know when, when I meditate, I see reduced inflammation in my body too. And, you know, we know from like the benefits of meditation that it reduces your stress hormones and it can increase your telomeres, which are these things that extend your life expectancy. And I guess I never really thought of it with inflammation, but it makes so much sense. And not only that, Janelle, but you're accessing your oneness in your, in the wholeness of who you truly are and going into that space of nothing and replenishing your body. You know, it's like when you go in deep sleep and you go back to the state of you were in when you were a baby, it's like every time you meditate, you're going to that perfect state of wholeness. It was so exciting to see this happen for you. And especially with the increased foods, because you were doing some food adjustments before and with the operation and people dropping off the inflammatory fast food and stuff like that, being concerned that it was going to go up the other way. And then to get this all clear, you know, or this reprieve from that crappy medita- medication that made you so sick. Yeah. Cause that medication did not make me feel well at all. Like that 
was like, nope, I do not want to feel like this for the rest of my life. It was easy once I got started on a schedule to just do it. And even if I couldn't get a full one in to step up and just be like, I'm going to do as long as I can and just commit to doing it. That's the big thing. Well, what a great experience to share with everybody. And Janelle sharing her journey in the HeartSing podcast community, which is what I created the community for you guys. So you're more than welcome. There can never be enough people sharing in there because you never know whose story it's going to affect. And then when you get bold enough, you start sharing on your public page because you never just know who might need to hear you know, meditation changed my world. It's really what happened for me before I lost the weight this time. And it's why I'm so passionate about it. And so to start experimenting and diving into this realm of healing and seeing physical transformations from it, from this process that we've been doing for a little bit now is really miraculous. And you've been meditating just over a year, really. So it's, you know, it's about the time that I got diagnosed, you know, right. Everything for a reason. Yep. Absolutely. Any, any last words for our sisters listening out there? Step outside your comfort zone, listen and meditate. Uh, You know, I love it when it's not just me urging you guys to meditate. Thank you so much, Janelle. What an amazing story. Up next, we have Holly getting inspired to create her own coaching program, followed by the young Jedi stepping into her own next level of commitment on her next 95 pounds after having lost 50. And then forget last but not least today, after we hear Spicy cash in about getting into the woo, Ounce is going to talk about meditation and some podcasts that could be special to get you started wherever you're at. Here we go. Holly, welcome to the HeartSync Podcast. It's such a treat to have you on for your first time. Can you tell everyone just a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from, all that good stuff? I am a certified life coach. I live in Atlanta, Georgia, and I have two kids, one of which recently went to college. And I am in corporate America. And that's one of the reasons (laughs) I was so inspired by you and what you did and wanting to follow in your footsteps. I'm still in corporate America and I'm trying to bridge the gap over to life coaching and trying to lose weight, trying to lose weight, learn to meditate through you. I'm just inspired. (laughs) Well, thank you. And I love that. So tell me how you started taken action from watching things? Well, I didn't even know what life coaching was. And that's where I discovered you. I was in um, no BS and I discovered you and started, you were posting and started following you. And that's kind of how, like, I discovered this whole, you know, like the whole life coaching thing. And then, and then I needed to lose some weight too. So that's how I kind of got into that. And then I thought I would always be a weight loss coach but then I wasn't losing it so much myself. Like I lost it and then I gained a little back and, you know, like back and forth and the planning guide and doing like your planning guide is, is awesome. And like setting down and answering on all the questions and planning out everything every day. And that helps you be in action <laughs> for sure. Well, and you, so you just joined, you joined in the me first sisterhood. So you've been listening to the podcast 
since the beginning, but so yes. you joined the Me First Sisterhood just this year. I've seen you drop weight. You look great. Um, oh, how, ma- how many pounds are you down total for, for the year since you started? Okay. Well, I'm down 20 for the year, but I'm down total probably like 35. It's awesome, Holly. And you're becoming this next version of you, right? So you talked about the me first guide a little bit doing that. Like, how do you show up? What is your thing to show up to put yourself first that helps you move through your day? What are those things for you, for you to show up for myself, like getting up early in the morning and taking time for myself before everybody gets up and sitting down doing my magic pages, (laughs) which I got it from you and um, writing those out. And then after that, doing my plan and then, and then like some visualization and I'm working on the meditation. I haven't completely gotten that down yet, but I'm working on it, getting the meditate. And that's how it initially ended up coming into me first was through your meditation program, which was awesome. It was very, very good. Just starting to do things and incorporate little things at a time. You know, it's so great talking to all of you guys, putting the pieces into action because it's over and over again. I keep hearing the same thing. It's the small things. Just take the small steps, put little things over and over and watching you do that, Holly, like stepping away from perfect on you know, I'm meditating. It might not be all the time, but I'm working toward that goal or I'm working to get a plan done more days than I don't get a plan or not eat the Cheez-Its or whatever your thing was, right? How's it going with Cheez-Its? Are you oh, still no flour, no sugar? That's going much, much better. Let me say that is because yeah, that was my thing. Anytime I got stressed, I'd go in the pantry and start eating the Cheez-Its. And I, when I lost the 20 pounds, I did that doing no sugar, no flour. And it seemed very easy. And then the summer came you know how that goes. And I maintained over summer. So I'm happy about that. I maintained over summer, but then now that the kids are back in school, like I'm back at it and I'm already down three pounds. And, um, I started back to yoga last night. I hadn't been to yoga all summer. So it's funny, like how you get off, right. When your schedule gets all disrupted and stuff, but now I'm getting back at back at work. I think we all have those seasons in weight loss and just seasons in life and with habits. And, you know, I did the same thing in the summer and I'm like, you know, I maintained and then, okay, let's see. And you're becoming a new version of yourself every time you do it. Um, So what are you going to help people do? How's your journey helping you help others, I guess? I have decided it's come full circle because I became a life coach because I thought I wanted to do weight loss and I tried like a bunch of other niches and my program is going to be called the next 10 pounds. Just like taking what I'm doing myself, just take 10 pound chunks and knock that out. And then when that 10 pounds is gone, knocking the next 10 pounds out. So that is come full circle to starting out that way. And that's how I'm going to end up being um, the next 10 pounds. I, I love it. I call it like dancing in a decade. I love that concept because it keeps it small enough. You're like focused in that moment and you can really help people manage their mind. So anyhow, really good job in putting yourself out there and, uh, Thanks for being part of the Me First group in the sisterhood. We really enjoy having you in the group finally. I'm so glad you jumped in. I know. I watched I watched forever before I joined. I wish I joined sooner, but I just want to say that I'm just like so inspired by you and I'm glad you didn't you you went for it while you were on the journey because I watched you for a long 
for a long time. And I'm so inspired by you and leaving the corporate job and following your heart, seeing, and I'm just totally inspired. And I'm glad that you're leading the way because I'm wanting to walk walk in the same footsteps. Ah, Holly, (laughs) you make my heart sing, girl. I really appreciate that. And um, I know it, hopefully you guys, I mean, I wanted to do this podcast so that you can get inspired by other people taking action on their journey and you sharing your story. And Holly, you're doing a really good job at doing on that Instagram, on Facebook. How can, how can people follow you on IG? Is that Holly Mesa coaching? Holly Mesa coaching on Instagram and Holly Mesa coaching on Facebook. Thank you. All right. Until next time, my dear, go slay those next 10. Bye. As promised, we have the young Jedi backing herself into a commitment corner here on the Heart Sing Podcast, followed up then by the long-awaited spicy ginger stepping into the woo, and it finally ounced, bringing us home, sweet home, Alabama. Okay, wow, it's getting late here. Young Jedi's in the house. Here we go. I'm the young Jedi, Jazzy J. Jamie is my real name. Um, a mom of two, a wife, and just really been following Addie for a couple of years and decided I wanted to share my journey of how I'm becoming a unicorn too. And a unicorn you are, my friend. <laughs> so you are in an interesting, interesting spot with your journey now. I, I want to talk about that because I think it's so easy for us to want to give up when we're struggling through. You've, you've had some highs and lows this year. Can you kind of share with everyone where you're at? I know you're sharing your journey live in the Hard Sing podcast community. Share your, your challenges and your learning points this year. I've seen you grow so much. I'm down about 50 pounds. I have roughly 95 pounds to go. My challenge is because I am a mom and I've got one child who has some struggles. I work from home. And so during the summer, one or both kids are home with me while I'm working. And it's important for me to have the me first time or I don't show up for anything. But there's a lot of times that I like I want to give up, but I don't want to give up and I never have given up. But it gets discouraging when I go up like, oh, I lost nine pounds. Oh, I gained seven. Oh, I lost five. Oh, I gained 10. This past couple months has really just been a roller coaster of the weight loss being stagnant, I guess, is a way to describe it. But the learning of I've got to show up for me. I've got to have a plan. I've got to get my meditation in and not use all the excuses of life. Because every time I say that life was hectic, like it's always going to be that way, or it always feels that way to me. You know, I've been seeing more two of you this summer taking time out from your day to go earth, to go put your feet in the ground or go float in your pool or just to like step away and take care of yourself. I think that's been some big growth from you, but I know also learning is really important to you. You're really good at planning out your podcast and you have some heart sing podcasts that have really helped you recently. You want to share with everyone a little bit about those that um, might be kind of where you're at, like up and down and really struggling to get your recommitment back. And you shared that those big weeks, you had really put those in your ear a little more. I want to share about those. A couple of weeks ago, I lost nine pounds and I listened to the episode on the tapas. So it was one of the eight limbs of yoga episodes. I put that in my ear every single day. 
in the morning, like after meditation, after I did my plan, that was just the first thing I listened to. And it was almost as if it was background noise, like I was working or doing something else, but it was just that commitment to like, this is who I am. This is where I'm going. This is what I need to do. I've also listened to a couple on just recommitting yourself, being committed and the difference. Like if I don't make a plan, first off, that's my biggest, like the weeks that I gain, like it's either I have a million excuses on my circumstances or I didn't plan. If I plan, if I make a plan, I'm pretty good at following that plan. If I skip that step, it all goes to shit. Like I don't honor myself. I don't, it's like I hide. So if I, if I don't have a plan, I'm hiding from myself or my thoughts or something like that. I think a lot of us have that similar um, occurrence. (laughs) It's, it's the plan being your direction of where you're going to go. You know, it was like, I I think it was last week in the podcast or the week before I shared hearing that about the airplane and constant re-navigation, but you also like have to know where you're sending the airplane, (laughs) (laughs) what direction the airplane's going in. Well, you've had a lot of wins this summer too. And I just want to point out that you have made another new habit. You got your activity back in, right? So you're (laughs) getting your, how many? 10,000 steps a day. Yes. At least 10,000 steps a day. Yeah. And you're doing your meditations, your AM meditation solid for most days, you're getting your PM, you're getting your planning in and the weight is going to follow just like the first 50 did. I'm like, it's like every, I say 20, but it's probably more like 40, every 40 pounds, we're becoming a new version of ourselves. So where do you see your next future version going? What does it look like for her? How do you level up and how is it different now when you're her now? What does that look like? So the first one is it's time to really go no flour, no sugar. I've been dancing with this I've done it before, not long-term. I mean, I think my biggest catapult a couple of years ago was when I made the commitment and for 30 days, I just honored that protocol. No questions asked. I mean, at that time is when I turned away drinks with a neighbor and pizza with my husband because it wasn't on my plan. That's the next big thing. And also not planning events or memories or things around food. My future self doesn't need two pitchers of margaritas with our bestie to have a good time. We can have a good time without. And and I don't know if my future self is completely alcohol-free. That part hasn't, it's not clear to me. I don't know. But I do know that I can celebrate my kids' birthdays without birthday cake. I can have date night without food. That's the next step for me. That it's not about where are we going to eat. It's about what are we doing together with whoever I'm with. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And I love it becoming about the experience. And the thing with the no flour, no sugar, and for listeners out there that are on the fence is it just makes it easy. It gives you control back of your body. And so even jazz, if you go 30 days, I'll be really interested to watch that journey because once you get it out and you reset your hormones, it's like you get a little fire lit again. I love it. You threw the stake in the ground. There it is. It's going to be on the podcast now. No turning back. No turning back. 
what would you share with any listeners out there that haven't really taken action? Maybe they've just been listening and, and hanging out like you were for a couple of years before you really um, started taking action on things. What would you share with any listeners out there? Just pick something and start. You want to that interests you or you think this could help and just do it. You know, my first plans were on a post-it note. So in the me first sisterhood, we pick one habit to focus on for 90 days. Just keep getting up. It's not going to be perfect. If you fail, you fail, you learn from it and try it again. If you don't have like an accountability partner or a bestie or a spouse or whoever that you can talk to, use the Heart Sing podcast community and get a coach. Shit, a lot of I'm stuff. Hood. Yeah, a lot of stuff that that I and the coaching sessions like it comes out of myself. I just needed to talk it through and then sometimes have Addie like do a pretend slap in the face like duh. <laughs> Like I do to myself constantly, Jazz, right? Yeah. 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 (laughs) All right. Well, I love it. Thank you so much for um, sharing your experience always. I really, really appreciate it, Young Jedi. And we will see you next time. We're going to do a check-in after your no flour, no sugar, 30-day check-in. All right? Sounds good. Here on the podcast. All right. And there you have it. The Young Jedi is going no flour, no sugar for 30 days. Let's see what that does to kickstart her weight loss. Don't go anywhere just yet, though. We're going to check in with Gina, Spicy Ginger, about getting into the woo and finding herself, the journey being about her for the first time ever. And followed then by our very own ounce, Jennifer Pound talking about losing over 100 pounds, creating a life that she just hadn't even imagined when we started this crazy weight loss adventure together. So here we go. Wrapping up the podcast, we've got Spicy and Ounce. I'm Gina. I currently live in Nebraska. Just made the move back here from Tennessee, which I loved, but family's here. I am married, been married for 34 years and have two adult sons and a daughter-in-law I adore and a super awesome, cute grandson. I don't know. I can't even remember how long I've been in me first for a long time. I was think I found you on part of like Nobia and then just started, you know, dabbling in the whole me first because I don't know at that point, I must not have been ready for it. I think probably is the way I think it. I think at that point, I was so focused on like weight loss that I think through you, through the whole me first training, the guide, everything, just the experiences I've had, the people I've met. It's about a lot more than just weight loss. It's about me becoming who I'm supposed to be. Oh, you know, that's singing to my heart, Gina. Maybe share a little bit of what you're experiencing in your life now. Sure. So um, I've always been the type of person that like kind of exercise, got to get, you know, lift those weights, you know, which I, which is still part of who I am. I've started to add more of the the woo to my journey. You know, I grew up in a pretty, not a strict family, but like, okay, everything has to fit in this little box. And, you know, we go to church every Sunday, you go to, you know, confirmation class, you know, this is how we think. And letting, I mean, I still have a very sleep in God, daily devotions are part of who I am. But then I've opened up to understand that there's, I can be spiritual. I can have this, you know, 
talk to my spirit guys, talk to Renee, talk to, you know, doing the Reiki and all those different things, because they all are about me getting my intuition, getting in what my higher being is about. So, which has led me to a, a lot more yoga classes, looking at yoga as more of a the whole mind, body, spirit journey. And I'm going to start taking some yoga training classes, not the kind of like all flow, crazy workout stuff, but the more connecting to myself, you know, restorative, yin, sleep nidra. Gina, would you have thought like four years ago, I think it's been that long, probably since we've been, since you found me, would you have ever thought that you'd be sitting here saying, I'm on the spiritual journey. I'm going, I'm doing yoga Uh teacher training. No way in hell. You know, I would have thought, you know, you are, it's crazy, but you know, and if it's even like gone to the point where like now, like I love crystals, I love learning about them. You know, I did the whole blend them with my sage and charge them in the moonlight. And I was kind of hesitant about sharing it with people close to me. You know, I was kind of like, okay, this is kind of my little secret thing. But now I've been sharing it a lot more with my close girlfriends, um, with my husband and, you know, now here, because I think it is so much more and it's not so weird and crazy. No, four years ago, I would have never been at the place I'm at. What part of like, you had mentioned the me first and the guide and what, and the podcast too, like for the listeners that are tuning in right now, how does the podcast help you on this journey, discovering this magic inside of you really is what you're the path you're on now. How does it all tie in for you? Well, I think with the me first guide, it's giving me some focus on my day for me to, you know, put those little habits in place that I need to get to my bigger goals. Listening to your podcast and all of those things has really helped ingrain and remind me of the things that I, you know, the experiences that you're having are things that I'm going through. You know, I was just listening to the one that you did like the middle of July where it didn't work with your podcast with Millie. So you just kind of were winging it with a card. And I think those cards have been awesome too. I also have Sahara Rose connecting with what do I need to hear for myself today? And then I've been using that too, spreading that journey, that constant learning, that constant you know, reinforcement of what I know to be true. Starting to really trust our intuition, right? Like um, trusting yourself, like this thing we shoved down because of those boxes people put us in. You said it so well when you were talking about how you grew up in the religion and how, you know, we were told to be this way or that way. What do you think for you has been the big transformation you've gotten through this journey so far? I think it's taken me away from just weight loss and, oh, I want to look good a pair of jeans to really being a healthy, happy person, being the best version of myself, because I think it really helps me to understand, you know, my why about why it's important for me to be careful about the food choices I've made and, you know, how that impacts everything. I think you said it about, you know, what we eat is the skin we're putting on and, you know, really thinking about honoring myself. I think it's really how it's transformed kind of the way I thought about weight loss. And it's not about restriction. It's now about making 
the right choices in what you're eating and then living my life the best I can. That's beautiful, Gina. And I can't wait to watch the rest of your journey. Heart Sing Podcasters, if you're listening in real time, Gina, <laughs> aka Spicy Ginger, sharing in the community right now her quest on this healthy wellness journey. So join in as she's sharing every week. I'm excited for this journey too. And um, it's amazing to see you grow and tap into these things that um, that's what it is, right? Like these stones of, and the weight is just going to follow. It's going to follow you uncovering all of this. And it has been, you know, you've been um, conquering that this year too. So congratulations. Thank you. Love you. Love you too. Jennifer Pound, also known as Ounce to the Me First Sisterhood. Welcome to the Heart Sting Podcast. Tell everybody a little, they've heard your name all over this podcast, longtime listeners, but for people just join in, tell, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Hi, Heart Singers. Um, so my name's Jen or Jennifer Pound, also known as Ounce. I do our daily post in the Me First Sisterhood. I am 44. I live in St. Louis, Missouri. I work from home as of probably three years ago, pre-COVID time. I am in IT audit. I've got a husband, no kiddos, and three dogs. I've got two labs and an English bulldog who is new to us as of the last two, two and a half months. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. Um, I'll tell you kind of a little bit about just my journey um, in the sisterhood. Weight loss has been a big piece. I've probably lost well over a hundred pounds. I don't know exactly because I don't have a good start weight. Mind work and actually working through all of the thoughts I have around food and everything that has been kind of programmed into me has been one of the biggest values, impacts, important pieces to this. And then the other piece is really the meditation. I think the meditation for me, when I first learned transcendental meditation, and then Addie trained me in primordial sound meditation. And then when when we found out that she could get to a point where she could teach people, Then I also wanted to learn how to teach primordial sound meditation. So I got certified in that. Meditation is also something that has helped just with the weight loss journey. I've also had a lot of marriage relationship stuff to work through. I've been married for, I think we're on 15 16. Well, let's just go with 15. I'm not the numbers person in our family. I think it's been 15. We've been together for over 20. Anyways, working through a lot of anger issues, a lot of just lack of being able to communicate. Um, I grew up in a family and we didn't really know how to communicate. We knew how to love, but we didn't know how to communicate. And so just a lot of the, the meditation has really helped me work through a lot of that. And quite frankly, just having a place where you can go and not feel like you're going to immediately be judged has been awesome. The accountability has been awesome. I've met and made some freaking amazing ladies that I'm super close friends with. It's just, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Just 
cut me off anytime. I could go forever. <laughs> no, I love you. Love it. I mean, Alice, we've been here. You've been here with me since the beginning and it's, oh my gosh, I, to look back. And as I'm talking to people, I'm interviewing new sisters and older sisters. Right. And I don't mean by age. I mean, by the amount of time we've all been on this sleigh together, that it's really just been such a transformational journey. And so much, even as you're talking, I'm thinking about everything you went through, like working on your thoughts about love. You know, we really, it's based on planning, it being the foundation of what we do with the meditation, but there's so much that you can uncover in there. And I think your story you just shared um, speaks to that so much. What would you what would you tell our our listeners out there, our heart singers that, you know, might be a little afraid of fitting in or reaching out or being part of a, um, a new group? You know, sometimes that's a scary thing, too. You know, any words of wisdom for them as you've as you've seen this group evolve and people come and go, you know, I wish I had a magic bullet, but because I was the exact same way. I, I didn't get involved in groups. I didn't really go outside of my circle. Personally, professionally, I just kind of stayed to myself. Just making that, it's crazy, but just making that one step, like kind of jump in with your eyes closed or maybe peeking a little bit with one eye, but just doing it, like you almost have to just hold your breath and whatever you got to do, like, pinch yourself before you do it to distract. It's just taking that first step is so flipping hard. Yeah. And the first step can even be right here on the podcast. And you can, you can take actions just from, I've been teaching this entire time on the podcast, which is why I created it to help listeners that weren't a part of the group or won't ever be, but that I could reach and help through my journey. And I know you had a, what podcasts were really, really hit home for you, Alice? Like, um, can you share some of those for us? Yeah. So all of the eight limbs of yoga series that, that was one of my, my bigger favorites. Um, I had forgotten about the Amazon box of skinny that one was a good one. <laughs> That's so um, fun, isn't it? Like, what if that one was get really skinny del- delivered to your door? I mean, what if? What can't you just order? I'll take it? two, please. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take two of those, and I'll take a box of two million dollars and a box of a mansion house. That's what it is too. When we order from the universe. Oh, I do love that one too. Okay. What else do you yeah. have? I'll have to yeah, remember the link below for the, for the listeners, but you can also just search your podcast. You guys like put in Amazon boxes, skinny in the top of your podcast and it should come up. Yeah. Go ahead. What else you got? Radiators and drains is a big one because I do, I, there's a lot that you deal with day in, day out with work, with home, with family, with friends, and being able to reflect on who out of that group is really the people that like feed my soul, that light me up, that really make me radiate because they're radiating versus the people who are just like, they got an IV bag stuck to me. They are just sucking the life right out of me. Just ridiculous. That one was one of my favorites too. And I just love the, I love that, like the way to think about that. 
Was that it? Or did you have some more? I have one more. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Game changers. Because I think that there is so much, because that's kind of like a phrase we use a lot in the sisterhood. There's just a lot of this, like there are things that we have that are just life-changing. That one time you did that one thing and that changed the trajectory of what you didn't even know was there, was happening. It just, the big game changers And I think that episode specifically talked about meditation, morning magic pages, and then just like a weight loss thought that you had had. The writing is big too, but yeah, just those game changer pieces. So those are, those are my top picks. Tell us all what's in store for the next version of ounce. Like what, what do we have to look forward to as we're sitting here and in the seats with our popcorn? Well, I'm not doing popcorn anymore, but like with my healthy avo bowl, I smuggle in the movie theater now as I'm watching you on your next part of your journey. What's ahead for you? What can we look forward to? Well, I'm smuggling in a bulletproof coffee with saran wrap over the top of it so it doesn't spill in my purse. So I'm with you there. (laughs) Not that I've never done that before. (laughs) Because I just got certified to teach meditation. Um, that is really next. So it's kind of like, I'm not to the point where I'm like, all right, you know, business cards, if anybody ever uses those or whatever anymore, I'm not like business plan ready, but I've got a couple of people that I'll start with. I'm doing some stuff with work. I think for me, the next step is really moving into that place of being able to teach meditation. And really kind of getting a feel for what that's like, because I think that's going to be, that's going to be something big. I just don't know what it is yet. And then I think an ongoing thing for me is always working on my relationship, just step by step with everything that I've worked through. I think it's just, okay, take this bite and then see how that goes and then take another bite and see how that goes. And I think that's a missing piece for me that the more bites I take, I think that will help and support the meditation journey. Yeah. Well, it's funny. You and I talk all the time though, about how hand in hand, it all goes. Like we set out to lose these over a hundred pounds and you're closer to 150, by the way, you way undersell that. Um, you know, and I'm at like 130, and we were, we were both around the, the same when we were, we were kind of going through and met each other in, but how on this journey of, we thought we were setting out to lose weight. And now it's like, we're talking about teaching meditation and planning and thoughts and all the other women in our group doing the same thing. And I think the power of us being able to do these things together, even though we're on separate paths, it's similar mindset thing. Any last minute things you want to leave the heart singers with to just contemplate as they listen to the podcast and, you know, dare to step into their own greatness. If there was one thing that I would share is that I do think there is so much power in sharing our stories. I've not shared much of my journey or story in the Heart Sing podcast, but what I see being shared, I can't even begin to put into words like how that can just one little thing 
touch somebody or make an impact, the value that you have speaking your story, writing is powerful, but speaking it like puts it on another level. It just, it does. So I encourage share. Love it. Well, thank you. And if you're listening in real time, we currently have a free Facebook Heart Sing podcast community where everybody is sharing their stories and you are welcome to jump in and share. That's what the community is made for. As you're listening to this podcast, going through your own aha moments, please pop in and share because, and it helps you speak your truth in your voice too. And uh, that's a chakra we all need to exercise, help exercise your authentic voice and your authentic self. All right, sister. I love you to pieces. Thanks so much. All right. Love you too. Heart singers. Wow. 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 I hope you are as lit up about this episode and last week's as I am just so inspired by these women that were brave enough to come share their stories with us and to be living their lives and taking action to put themselves first and just explore, stay curious, have fun and dare to adventure outside their normal everyday lives to see what might unfold. So my challenge to you, Heart Singer, is do you dare step into the action? Go share in the Heart Sing podcast community, jump into a meditation group, the Me First Guide courses we've got coming up, whatever action is available at that time take it. Jump on in. Let's do this. I will put in the show notes below those podcasts that Ounce talked about, which will be a great place for you to get started as well. And I hope to see you around. You can always PM me at Addie Beal on Facebook and check out the website, namaslayer.com. Thanks so much, my loves. Until next week, I hope you have an amazing week. Slayer out.